Namaste! Shalama, shack attack, and champignon. Oh! Here is. Oh, she's bloody wonderful. It's Linda Pollock. Please welcome to Linda. Lovely. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Linda Fast. Rishi Sue Nakanaka. to you. Did you see that lovely picture of him standing next to the tallest person in Parliament the other day? Rishi Sunakanaka? Yeah. Why? What was he doing? Which one? Because he's a tiny man. Yeah. It was a tiny a, man, yeah. It was a hilarious photo. Well, this is what I want to say to him. Off. Very cut off. <laughs> it looked like one of those. At the pho- knees. It looked like one of those photos from the Guinness World of Records. What? Because he's. T- t- oh, he's I know. A tall man and Tiny a short man. man. Well, don't. Oh, Rishi Sunakanaka fans, don't blame me. That's correct. Thank you, Milo. <laughs> yeah, there'll be plenty more of Milo, I like now, Milo now that we've captured him. Look, we've got to get on because we've got to speak to someone. We've got one of our wonderful listeners. Very quickly, what have you been up to, Linda? Let's get on with it. A rescue. I did a canine rescue. A canine rescue? Yes. In what way? What? I was driving home late one night, half past 11. Yes. I go onto a country road. I was listening to actually to one of our podcasts and you were talking about miracles. So I had dogs on the mind. Right, go on. And all of a sudden, from a darkened uh, bush, yeah. a little white fluffy thing ran out and ran in front of the car. Just oh scampering along. I thought it was a lamb. I know it's not lambing season now, but I thought it was a lamb. It was that kind of dimension, a little one. Really? And so I thought, oh, I can't, what's this? And then I realised it wasn't a lamb or a cat, it was a little dog. What? Oh, Running down the road. Right, and you nearly killed it. No, I didn't. I drove very slowly and then I pulled over, put my hazards on, yes. made sure my car was safe and just stepped out of the car and said, come here. And you know what? It stopped running and ran towards me. Oh. Tail wagging. And were you relieved that... You can walk. You hadn't... I hadn't hit it, but I was just thinking that th- that dog is all alone and it's half past 11 and there are no houses around here with lights on, certainly. So I picked her up yeah, and I walked out back down the lane to see yeah. if there was anywhere where she could have come from, if there was a light on yes. or anyone calling to her, maybe a feeble old lady voice. You know, she looked like that kind of dog, like an yes. old lady's dog. Yes. And she was so jolly. Her legs, her little back legs were being wiggled about by her oh. tail. So I looked at her and I said to her, what are we going to do? Of course she didn't answer. Oh, God, I bet she nearly chipped herself. Herself. And she was a white dog, so I would have noticed. Yes. Um, She'd got a new haircut, so I thought, well, this is somebody's beloved pooch. Yes, lovely. What do I do? And I was thinking, well... I feel like I'm nicking her, but I'm going to need to yeah, take her. Yeah, but could you just fast-forward to what so you did do? So, put her Jesus in the car. Christ. She sat on the front, front seat with me. I chatted with her. I was looking to see whether I could find the RSPCA, whether there was some sort of rescue place and nearby. You found no. the RSPCA. No. I went on Twitter. I asked what I should do. Twitter's hive mind told me emergency vets. Right. Took her to the emergency vets. Uh, and it's my vet, so I know they're good. And they checked her for a chip, and lo and behold, she had a chip. Right. So somebody the next morning will have got a very welcome phone call and a very lovely little dog who at one point I was thinking, I think he might be mine now. Oh, well, that's wonderful. I was sort of not listening for the last bit because I was looking for this. She's here, she's there, she's every blooming where, and it's Linda Pollock. Oh, oh, and thank Milo. you, Linda. Thank God you are here every bleeding where because that dog would probably be... Squashed. Squashed one. Yeah. Let's get on with it after all that, that rather long story, which was a lovely story nonetheless. With a, a happy lovely ending. Uh, with a happy ending, which you know I love. <laughs>
Let us instead deal with someone. We've got to speak to him. So I'm, I'm only rushing because we've got to speak to someone, Linda. And it's a guy called Paul Partington. Oh, who quickly sent... Well, he didn't quickly, but let's quickly do with it. He sent this message uh, just the other day on email. Spooky music, please, Linda. Have it. July 2008-ish, I was asked to finish a heating and plumbing job in Cartmel in the Lake District and the local lad had done a bunk taking all the money. So, picture this, three lads working away from home, empty house in an idyllic village. We were staying at a B&B a few doors up from this gateway to another dimension. The cottage in question was called Rose Cottage and was picture postcard stuff. Oh, sounds lovely. It's a bit cold. That's my favourite thing ever, that is. You remember him from the other week? Raymondo. <laughs> Raymondo from the live... The, the live one. Anyway, the cottage in question was called Rolls Cottage. We pitched the hotel and stuff. It, albeit a bit cold, as we were there to fit the heating. So we start work, working at the front to the back of the house. Two days in, and we were starting to get to the back of Rose Cottage. All right, don't need... The full layout. That's where things start to go pear-shaped. Strangely, one by one, all of our mains powered drills and saws stop working. Fuses are okay and the electrics of the house was fine. Ah, uh, right. Anything that made loud noises stopped working. Even battery drills ran out after five minutes' work. Then, whenever we were working at the back of the house, they'd all start arguing with each other over nothing. It was like we were all on Women's Week. Bloody hey. hell. Hold on, hold 1970s on. 1970s have called. <laughs> Rewind. We would all start working. It was arguing with each other over nothing. It was like we were all on Women's Week. <laughs> What's Women's Week? Do they have a week, women? Sometimes. Well, it could be four to four to six days, can't it? It was always on Women's Week. Oh, I see! Outrageous. Oh, it means he's talking about, um, uh, you know, periods. And, periods, and, and basically, that's yes. Oh, that's right. You're very cut off. You're very cut off, young man. I'm a modern man. I'm, I'm, I'm all over that sort of thing. It, it's disgusting, but I know all about it. Front of the house, fine. Peace, harmony and making money. Back of the house, World War Three. Front of the house, nice and cosy. Back of the house, dark with a foreboding feeling. Anyway, the scene's set, but not one of us has mentioned the G word. Still, That's our, ghosts. Yeah. Still, our tools are falling out one by one to the point we got a high Ugh, That's because I've had that before. <laughs> You can get arrested for that. Rishi Sunakanaka. If you're Rishi Sunakanaka's around. Those things don't just fall by accident. <laughs> Go so on. we got a uh, hire company to drop some more off and test ours. No fault found, and the new ones stop working after a while. I'm getting to the juicy part. I wish oh, you would. Hurry up. Get into the end of They're the job. Not these, you're not these manual labourers, are yeah. they? Tradesmen. All, t all time in the world to tell a long story like yeah, this. Yeah, get yeah. on with it. Imagine him with his hand on his hip. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. So uh, get into the juicy part. Get into the end of the job. We're all starting to get twitchy and are still arguing. We made the decision that the only person in the back of the house was the apprentice as at the time there was a glut of young cheap labour and that's with a capital L as in you know the party yeah so I'm upstairs minding my own business oh. when a pencil comes flying at me and twats me in the face furious thinking it one of my co-workers trying to take the piss I am screaming the place down like a man quite literally possessed oh god I go outside and they're like what the F is up with you and they still found him down the lane they said what the F is up with you 
they are both 15 foot up a ladder in the opposite side of the house trying to get a hole through an 18 inch stone when people start speaking technically like that i immediately switch off mm. getting a hole through an 18 inch stone wall so unless they had a boomerang pencil then it wasn't them when things went missing and would when th properly paul when things went missing and would all be found in back of house never mind okay second part part de. like you do when you're working away with the lads uh it pub after work with a bit of grub <laughs> so we are in the pig and whistle are you in there now that would explain the writing hold on a minute linda no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's the other that's about to happen. Go so on. we're in the pig and whistling cartmill and we're having a bit of banter with the landlord and a few locals. We're telling them of our experience with what could only be a poltergeist and they were like, Yeah, didn't you know? It's well haunted that cottage, that's why it was sold. Apparently some old deer croaked it in the back and it is renowned for weird shit so we're having a laugh and a few pints and the land no doubt they were talking about women's week and all the rest of it I know an, these, an old deer i know what these lads are like and the landlord is telling us about the monk apparition that just walks through the pub whenever it wants and everyone is cool with it so a bit more context here thank you i'm probably into my sixth or seventh or eighth pint here we go and it's dark it's an old locals pub and the toilet's out the back. So I excuse myself and go to the gents. You know why? Don't be a poo-pooer. I'm minding my own business and mid-flow, the lights go out. After the experience of the last few days and the conversation with the locals, I was on edge. Yeah, you were also pissed. Needless to say, I was out of there, still in full flow, too much detail. Yeah. I came bounding into the pub where the full pub is, laughing the arses off and have a map of Africa in my jeans, the only pair. I had the last laugh, though. I sat there drinking until they had air dry. Well, you know what? Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. That could have, that could have happened. This story is true and can be verified by two other people and the whole of the pig and whistle in Cartmel. Well, I might go and visit them. I went down the lane. <laughs> Yours. God, I love that bloke. I went down the lane. Yours in this realm, Paul. We're going to speak to Paul right now. Paul, it was a long email that I have, what's the word, precede? Cut down a bit. <laughs> Do you stand by now? Not the not the ghost in the uh, in the pub, but the original thing. I mean, I'm at someone who is absolutely useless with anything electric. Could it not have just been faulty equipment, Paul? Categorically, no. Hand on heart, we were we were haunted over the space of three days. I can't, on, on my life, to be fair, my life's not worth much, but on my life, yeah. Hello, friends. This is a teaser podcast for season six. Now, join me over at patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste and get to hear the full season six podcast, plus videos, uh, celebrity interviews, sketches, features, Linda the Lot. Come on, get over there. Be one of my special friends. Thank you. Namaste.
You all right? Clinton Baptiste here, offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons, we've got uh, all sorts of stuff, uh, uh, all the old back catalogue, and a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste. All right, spirit fading now. See you there. Fading nail.